Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I heard one of those big crypto outfits merged something to proof of stake. Does this mean only rich people control cryptocurrency or does it somehow involve beef? Confused? Don't be. Let's help you know a little more about proof of stake. In our episode on how a blockchain worked, we talked about one of the big advantages of the blockchain is that it's really hard to fake a record or manipulate how transactions get recorded. It is very difficult to alter the ledger. See that episode for more details, but one way to preserve this aspect of decentralization is to make it hard to make sure you're the one who adds and validates a new block to the chain. You want to make it hard and hard to predict who's going to do the block validations. That way I can't target some block and fake it or change it or replace it. In that episode, we talk mostly about proof of work. That's the system that Bitcoin uses that requires a node to be the first to calculate a very hard problem in order to have the right to add the block to the chain. In Bitcoin's blockchain, it's called mining because you're also rewarded with a Bitcoin. You've mined that coin. The calculation is such that just having the most power won't assure you do it first, but you will need a lot of computer power to do it. So not just anyone can attempt it. It takes a little bit of commitment. And the downside is it uses a lot of energy. But we briefly mentioned another method called proof of stake. Instead of requiring work to be done, proof of stake uses a random factor to distribute who gets to add the block. This still prevents actors from dominating the block validation, but without the energy use caused by proof of work. One proof of stake method is coin age. The actor that has the coin they have held on to the longest without either spending it or being used to prove their stake gets to calculate the next block. So you only choose from somebody who has coins, but you base it on how long they've gone. The example we give is, let's say you kept a coin for 90 days. Uh, another node has kept a coin for 75 days and everybody else has kept their coins for 60 days or less. Well, you would get to calculate the next block but then your coinage would be reset to zero. The next block after that would go to the actor who had a coin for 75 days. In practice, you'll need other factors to prevent participants with large collections of coins from being able to dominate the network. But that gives you an example of how it might work. 
Ethereum switched from proof of work to proof of stake. And it wasn't the first blockchain to implement proof of stake, but it is certainly the biggest. Ethereum uses a system of at least 16,384 validator nodes. That's the minimum it needs. It has more than 400,000. To become a validator, a node must stake 32 ETH. At the time of this recording, that's around 6,000 bucks worth. So not so much that it keeps people out, but enough that you're risking a little bit of money. That's 32 ETH per node as well. You want to do more nodes, you got to put up more stake. The stake cannot be spent while you are acting as a validator. Validators are chosen at random to propose a validating block using Ethereum's own good enough Randau system. If there is a weakness, that would be the weakness. Ethereum admits that it could be biased, but they think it's good enough that it would be hard to bias. And they're looking at other replacements. A committee of 128 validator nodes then attests to the proposed block. So a proposer picked at random, a committee of 128 randomly selected nodes then attests to the block. Each validator node on that committee adds its verification to a block of shards. When 128 shards have been attested, that shard block is done. And if two-thirds or more of the validators on a committee agree that the transaction is valid, I mean, you could attest that it's not valid. So if two-thirds or more attest that it's valid, it's finalized and closed and replicated throughout the blockchain. Validators receive transaction fees as a reward for both proposing a block and attesting to it. One side note about the shard aspect of this, sharding lets you do multiple blocks processed at once. So instead of validating a block, adding it to the chain, validating the next block, Ethereum will run 64 shard chains at once. As each shard block is finished, it's added, but it doesn't have to wait for all the other shard blocks to finish. It can just be added when it's done. This means the proof-of-stake Ethereum chain can process transactions at least 64 times as fast as its proof-of-work chain could. You could do sharding on a proof-of-work system, but because computer power would be lower on each shard chain, it would be less secure. Since proof-of-stake doesn't use computer power as an element of choosing the validator, it's not susceptible to that weakness. As we mentioned, proof-of-work uses energy. It requires computations be difficult so that it's hard to win the right to make a block. Proof-of-stake doesn't use nearly as much energy since there's no intense computation required to win the right to record a block. It's assigned randomly. Before it switched to proof of stake on September 15th, Ethereum estimated energy consumption on the Ethereum blockchain would drop by around 99.5%. 99.95%. That's a lot. In a proof of work system, the limiting factor on someone validating blocks is equipment and access to energy. In a proof-of-stake system, it's the amount of tokens they can buy or already own, and then just random luck. Proof-of-stake doesn't reward the actor with the most expensive equipment. When balanced properly, it's expensive enough that you have to buy in as a validator, so there's a barrier to bad actors just entering cheaply. Uh, they have to risk something to do so. But it's not so high a barrier that a wealthy actor can dominate the system. Random assigning of validators means if the pool of validators is diverse and balanced, then it would be extremely difficult to manipulate the system. 
It does have safeguards, though. One safeguard is the requirement to use tokens as a stake in order to validate. And because you're staking them, you can lose that stake. Misbehavior can see a participant lose some or all of their stake. At the very base, if they qualify as a validator and then fail to participate, they lose a little bit of their stake. Now, the penalties are small enough on each particular instance that getting knocked offline isn't going to wipe out your stake. Uh, Consensus.net estimates that, quote, if a validator is participating correctly more than half the time, then her rewards will be net positive. This is meant to keep bad actors from teaming up to sabotage the network by not validating new blocks. On the Ethereum chain, there are two dishonest behaviors that can result in an actor losing their entire stake. We'll use these as examples. One would be proposing multiple blocks at once. That's also called equivocating. Another would be proposing contradictory attestations. In other words, saying the block is valid, but then also saying it's invalid. The more validators that attempt this at once, the higher the penalty. This is called correlation. One validator acting alone might lose 1% of their stake. But the more that attempt it, the higher the percentage each loses, up to possibly losing their whole stake, and violators can be ejected from the network. Other kinds of attacks on the blockchain can also be attempted. Ethereum argues that since validators do not need to do energy-intensive work to conduct validation, they have more flexibility in fighting off attacks. For instance, if a bad actor attempted to fork the chain to their advantage— the good actors could promote a minority fork of the blockchain without that bad actor as the valid one and then cut out the bad actor's stake. They don't need a bunch of energy to do it. Most proof-of-stake systems have other security features that are intentionally not advertised in order to reduce attempts to circumvent them. Proof-of-stake is more complicated. On Ethereum, users have to run three pieces of software in order to participate. Proof-of-work systems generally only need to use one. So you have more complex systems with the equipment you need, uh, but you have less complex software. On proof-of-stake, you have more complex software, but less complex systems. In the end, proof-of-stake is more accessible and quite a bit more energy efficient. Its proponents argue that it should also just be more efficient in general at processing transactions. Expect more blockchains to copy Ethereum's success and learn from Ethereum's mistakes. In other words, I hope you know a little more about proof of stake. Delicious. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. 
So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.